Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. This is an all-Hellboy podcast. We're reading all the Hellboy comics, and every week we interact with our amazing listeners, and now Danielle's going to tell you all about it. No, I'm not. Brian Levy's going to tell you all about it. Oh, shit. Uh, Well, okay, so so we got got the Hellboy. We got the the, uh, Wolfman. We got all sorts of monsters. You're going to meet them. You're going to love them. And they're gonna they're gonna get beat up, and you're gonna meet them. And uh, those Hellboy's gonna save the day. He's a good uh, good. He's a boy, but he's from hell. And uh, uh, back back to you, Danielle. Oh shit! Awesome! Awesome! Brian Levy. Hey, Brian Levy. Brian Levy, book club member. How about that? What an awesome intro he did for us on our debriefing episode. Thank Excellent. you, Brian. Yeah, we should gear up and do another one of those before right. the year is over. Have a bunch of people on. We definitely got to do that. Hey, and I want to mention Matt Strackbine and Ross Radke. How about Matt Strackbine and Ross Radke? Book club members, That's sometimes right. guest and co-host. Yes, That's right. that Milagro Kickstarter is about to smash your face in, in a good way. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about that? By the time you listen to this episode, if everything has worked out correctly, you'll have already listened to our awesome chat with Ross and Matt about their amazing Kickstarter that's going to be kicking off in less than a week. Uh, that oh, by the geez. time that this episode kicks off. So make sure that you put some funds aside for that if you can. You know, I'm really excited for their project. And uh, yeah, let's make it happen. I'm actually pretty excited to see that uh, when it comes out. Because I've been seeing all the stuff they've been posting all over Twitter and Instagram. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the artwork looks incredible. The colors by Matt are really oh, cool, man. too. They really stand out. So what an awesome team up, you guys. These are our friends, you know what yeah. I mean? They're doing something together. They're teaming up. They're doing a project, so let's support them. Heck yeah. Yeah. And I want to thank everybody for all the well wishes and all that stuff. I was feeling really shitty last week. You know, um, I don't know if it's because I haven't been, like, sick in over a year. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it really knocked me on a my year ass. And a half, like, I yeah. really felt horrible for, like, a whole week, and it was really nice to take that week off. I actually read a bunch of comics. Yay. I read a bunch of other nice. stuff. And I played some video games. I like just relaxed, and I mean, I still had to go to work and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I took a day off, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. So we're back on schedule now. I'm feeling a lot better, and I'm glad to have all your support. So thank you so much for that. Glad you're feeling better, John. Yeah, man, I'm rocking and rolling today. Okay. <laughs> and now we're gonna go on to our listener feedback. Get out, trade some floppies. Get out hardback copies digital is fine read along in time Get out so we're rounding up a bunch of listener feedback that we've had over the last couple episodes and we're going to talk about some listener feedback from bprd 1956 in that episode there was this one panel where they showed hellboy sitting on the bed and there was a poster behind him, and it said spooks. Yeah, I remember. You know, and mm-hmm. that's kind of a weird term, yeah. right, to talk about. But mm-hmm. we did see it, and I and I did wonder, like, I wonder if that's a reference to something. Um, Drew Campbell actually found it. Drew Campbell. Book club member. Yeah. Apparently, theaters used to host late-night spook shows where mm-hmm. they would show low-budget horror movies and have live stage acts. If you do a Google image search for spooks on the loose, you will find a few different posters for different venues 
and dates some of that them use are the, very inappropriate probably they use the same image that we see in the background there okay so right. yeah that's pretty cool thank you so much so for pointing that out spook, spooks as in spooky as in yeah this is spooky horror. and horror and this is monsters yeah. and kind of it's kind of a little bit scary and a little bit woo. not spooks as in the awful racist sure. term yes okay well i'm assuming it was um before races ruined the word. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder that. I don't know what the timeline is on that, but yeah. So just it's to probably, clarify, that's what that's about. It's probably it's probably like the, to be the crossover because it's like in the fifties. Oh, assume, you know? oh, it's probably earlier yeah. than that, though, wouldn't it be? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we don't know, but yeah. So that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Drew also said, on reading the Montezuma's treasure line, my my thought was that it was a reference to Montezuma's revenge. Which is a colloquialism mm. for when people get yeah. diarrhea from the food and stuff like that. So, well, maybe... is it from the food or is it from? I thought it was from the water. Well, the water from the food or the water. Oh, okay. okay. Or maybe just from drinking a bunch, which is what he was doing. See, yeah. I've only ever heard it in reference to like the fact that you, if you drink the, the right, water right. quality is poor or something like that, and the area that you are in. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Random weird side note, like my um brother and sister-in-law went on a trip and she's been posting all these pictures and she posted this picture from tombstone arizona and it had like this bar and it says like it says fresh whiskey and tolerable water nice <laughs> I, was like, what? I don't know about that I'd, I'd rather have it the other way around to be to be quite frank fresh water and tolerable whiskey i would i would honestly yeah mix them together i think the sign was from like 1881 as well it's pretty good though <laughs> that's good i like that we also heard from Jerry Turnbull. Hey, Jerry Turnbull. Book club member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so remember when we saw the Lobster Johnson black and white movie, and he comes and he's like a dead guy in the back, and then yeah. they open the limo, and then oh, he yeah. gets out and he's yeah. a lobster. That was mm-hmm. good. Jerry said, I wonder if hidden in this story, they're telling us something about the nature of the real lobster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. He's like a ghost and yeah. stuff like that. So what does but it he's mean? Real. He's, a, he's a ghost and real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Very I cool. I like it. I like that a lot. All right, we got a Hey You Damn Guys from Hayden Orr. Hayden Orr. Book club member. Yeah. Great episode, you damn guys. Speaking of the question of representation, you mentioned the art dealer from the In the Chapel of Moloch. And to be honest, I never realized that the implication was that he and Jerry, the artist, were a couple. Not to call you guys out, but when you said you thought you mentioned it in that episode, I went back and listened to it, and you guys didn't mention it. Okay, so. Cool. No, we love a correction. We love that. We had, anyway. We love a correction, though. We didn't mention it, but we should have, and so we're mentioning it now. There you go. Well, yeah, so now it's. Now we have mentioned that, and that's cool. So I went on Twitter to look at the actual interaction, because at this point it was driving me crazy. I saw Mark Tweedell mention the two as LGBT characters, their couple basically but i couldn't find any confirmation other than that did mignola confirm in an interview or is it just implied because the art seller guy seems to care about the artist more than you would usually see in a horror comic short story this has genuinely got me curious since i was under the impression that there hadn't been really any gay male characters that i could think of in the hellboy comics i typed out a way longer comment about this but I feel like this subject may be not great to dive into in just a post comment. I also have to mention <laughs> I also have to mention that the House on the Rock is also an important location in Neil Gaiman's American Gods. Oh, okay. okay. Which is amazing if you haven't read it. And I want to add that I wholeheartedly agree with John about being sad but also pissed off about the way that Stegner dies. Yes, yes. 
The first time I read this series, it genuinely caught me off guard, and I stopped reading the issue and didn't pick it back up until the next day. Wow. Stegner was one of my absolute favorite human characters introduced in these comics, and it felt like such a punch in the gut to see him killed in such an awful way without even the chance to get a proper burial. And I seriously hope that in any future series where the Colorado base may feature again, that those fucking bastards haven't used his body in some kind of fucked up Enkelodite experiment that would piss me off even more. Man, I didn't yeah. even think about that. But his body was out there. They had to leave it. Right. right. And then they right. came and they're expecting... Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. I hadn't even... Oh, no. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Because uh, you said, like, I hope he doesn't get killed in the, the next panel. Yeah, really. <laughs> Which was like a whole other episode for us. But... Uh, Please remind me, Ankelodite is what? The Trinitite, the stuff that... And then it causes a bridge between... But why do they call it Enkelodite and not Trinitite? Because it's a fictionalized version of it where uh, it's a portal okay. to monsters. I was like, yeah. did I? is there like another form of Trinitite called Enkelodite in real life? Because I have to go through a Wikipedia wormhole no, right no, no, now. No. <laughs> no, It's just their version and of it. And read it all about that. Okay. It's that's really cool. That's an interesting that's thing why to I do, wanted though. To that's, find, that's why I wanted to get Trinitite. You can't get it. It's radioactive. Well, I have those little scraps of it. They're little, though. Well, that's like a scientific sample. Like it was part of a classroom sample. But it's too little to really harm you. Stuff like that, yeah. there you go. I have not read American Gods yet, but I do have the audiobook in my audiobook. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So Hayden Orr, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Hayden. Thank you, Hayden. Yeah. We had some uh, feedback from Christopher Egan. Hey, Christopher Egan. Book Club member. He says... I got another White Streak hero. Ash gets a big White Street scene, the Big Beast and Time Portal at the end of Evil Dead 2, and he rocks it in Army of Darkness, and he dies it away in Ash versus Evil Dead. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I forgot about that. So did, so did I. I actually, uh, oh, man, I love those movies. I haven't finished watching uh, the series Ash versus Evil Dead yet. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. Thank you, Christopher. That's awesome. You're so tall. <laughs> I don't. You're like I, we're tall. You're tall when we're standing up. You're tall when we're sitting down too. Like you're tall. Anyway, sorry. I know you. We got some new microphone stands, and we're still getting used to them. You don't but have to I say that. Right. You're, I, thought, I assumed you were going to cut this part out. <laughs> no, 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 no. The whole world needs to know that I'm tall. No. <laughs> <laughs> we also heard from Mark Tweedell. Mark Tweedell, book club member mm-hmm. and sometimes co-host and awesome all-around good guy. We love guy. him. He's our friend. Timeline creator. Yeah. Our timeline. Keep the keeper of the timeline. Oh, no. The timekeeper. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Bad, probably, though. Sinister. Oh. Sinister overtones. Mark said, I get the feeling when Hellboy disappeared in Mexico, Broom projected a bit. When he was a young man, he graduated university early and went on paranormal investigations on his own. I think he just assumed Hellboy was doing the same. I genuinely think he expected to be proud of whatever Hellboy was doing in Mexico. Then he saw this film, and it was like someone had thrown a bucket of ice water over him. And when Hellboy came back, he just interpreted any sadness from Hellboy's regret from a bad hangover. Unfortunately, Broom is not very communicative and can assume he knows what uh, is going on when he's almost completely blind to it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I didn't think about that because, yeah, he was probably like, Oh, he's meeting a Harry Middleton of his own. Yeah. Right, and then right. he's just like wrestling and getting drunk or whatever. <laughs> he's like, this has got to be over. Some people go get him or whatever. Right. Look, everybody grieves in their own way. Well, yeah, it was a total miscommunication. You yeah. Know? Bruce yeah. doesn't even know that no. that happened. Yeah. That's because he's, he's not. That's the thing is that struck me about that is he was so uninvolved in his own son's life. Yeah. That he, I don't know. It just kind of always was kind of like a weird. At that point. He had that weird kind of struggly relationship with his dad for so long that yeah. it's um 
well, provided a lot of pathos, I guess. I guess maybe Broom has kind of seen it as that, um, you know, like when Hellboy was younger, he did seem to be more caring like a father figure to him. But by the time, like, he was 10 years old, he looked like he was 30. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably just like a psychological thing. He's like, yeah, I got to be a dad for like five minutes. And that's right. all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I carried him like a baby in Midnight Circus at the end? That was a cute point. Yeah. yeah. Well, there are like kids who are like super big for their age, like tall or whatever, and like they get treated like they're older, but they're not. That has to suck. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of like you said a little bit of what's going on, I guess. Remember uh, in the 1956, there was a omen page where he did the four horsemen yeah, yeah. by victor vaznetyev uh but omen blacked out all the image it was just right. like silhouettes right right uh, okay and peter winthrop said hey peter winthrop book club member that was a good way to reference the painting a more accurate color reproduction would just clutter up the page i think the silhouettes are more powerful as well you know sometimes oh, yeah. that is true so i really like that I also liked um, in the sketchbook section, he just put big Russian painting. Yeah. <laughs> he like yeah. wrote there the word big Russian painting where that ends up being. Good really stuff. good stuff. That was actually pretty awesome. We also had some feedback on our Hellboy animated commentary Did of Sword know? of Storm. Okay. Nice. Sarah Cole said. Sarah Cole. Book club member. Yeah. Heck yes. I feel like Hellboy animated is so underrated. I feel like animation in general is underrated. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. It's really good. And, like, the fact that they got the voice actors, but it's almost truer to the comics. Yeah. It, you it, know what I mean? It's almost like a like an Earth 2 version of the Manolaverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was stoked that they got the actress for this. It was cool. really cool. And I like, you know, they got Doug Jones, but yeah. the Abe is more, like, comic accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good stuff. Like that Earth too. <laughs> Jerry Turnbull said. Jerry Turnbull. Book club member. Mm-hmm. Professor Sakai was named after the fellow who translated the Hellboy comics for Japan. Cool. That's super nice. cool. I thought it was Stan Sakai. Jerry also said they tell you this on the commentary. So obviously oh, well, I wasn't maybe paying we attention when I listened to it. I like it. how we're doing a commentary on something we haven't even listened to the commentary <laughs> for. I had listened to it, but I guess I, I missed that. I didn't. I mean. Sorry. <laughs> on our Facebook, good to po- know. Good to know. <laughs> on our Facebook post, Jerry also shared some style notes that Tad Stones drew up for the animated film, so you can check that out as w- out as well. Oh, that was okay. some cool, like behind the scenes stuff. Nice. Jerry Turnbull should do commentary on stuff. <laughs> then everyone would know everything about it all the time. Christopher Egan said. Christopher Egan. Book club member. Yeah. Both animated films are now in a 4K double pack, and they're also on HBO Max. So DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, and streaming for you what? Know, for all your all the Hellboy animated stuff. Oh, okay. I uh, I watched it on HBO Max myself. Oh, all right, cool. That's well, why with no, the, with no commentary for the commentary we did. Uh, we did the 4K though. Yeah, we did the 4K yeah. on the commentary. Yeah. And so you're saying that more people, if they didn't already have that information, and they also had some of those services, they could listen to our inane bullshit ramblings about this cartoon <laughs> you yes. okay excellent. you can also rent and buy it on youtube oh there you go there you go yeah <laughs> borrow it from a friend we'll mail it to you we won't we're not gonna do that <laughs> drew campbell said drew campbell book club member yeah i recently read through tad stone's production diary notes for the hellboy animated's features it's definitely worth a read especially if you have any interest in the process of making animation and he linked uh oh cool the website cool. so i'll put that in our show notes you can oh, check awesome. that out thank you so much drew yeah and Mark Tweedell, in our uh, discussion for the episode, 
he shared Ryan Gosling freaking out over the papyrus <laughs> okay. or whatever. Remember the opening papyrus. thing was like, yes. That was really good. Thank you, Mark. I don't, I don't know what this is. What is that? You don't remember the Saturday Night Live uh, skit like, with Ryan oh, Gosling? Oh, you, you did show me that. Yeah. And you know what? It's for real. Like, fuck that goddamn font. <laughs> Seriously. As soon as... <laughs> you did show me that. I remember that now. And yeah, no, I completely... I completely empathize with that guy because it's just the fucking worst why. I continue to see it everywhere. It's absurd. I like it when he's all like, you know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just randomly selected papyrus like a... Like a thoughtless child just wandering by a garden, just yanking leaves along the way. All right, and now we're going to go on to our book club episode for the week. This week we're reading Hellboy animated Phantom Limbs. Phantom Limbs! Oh, good one. (laughs) This is a one-shot comic that was published on October 28th, 2006. And it's actually the little comic that came with the physical copy of Hellboy Sword of Storms. The font on the front is papyrus. Fuck. Oh, is it? <laughs> Damn it. Papyrus! Oh, shit. At least, it's not the, at least it's not the interior font. I, yeah. would, I couldn't read it if that were the case. So a little bit of a shorter episode, I guess, this week as we get back into it. We're going to cover all these Hellboy animated comics, and I thought we would start with this one as we oh, catch fun. up with our listener feedback. So I hope that people... Uh, have the little I was gonna say, how DVD can people, comic or whatever. I think this is going to be the least amount of people <laughs> possible are going to be able to listen to this fucking episode because who the fuck has this little goddamn booklet? I don't know. Let us know. Take a picture with your little booklet and hashtag it. Hashtag Phantom Limbs, my little booklet. No, no. There you go. Don't do that. It's bad, actually. The story is by Jim Pasco. He is a writer, designer, and award-winning creative director. For the past 20 years, he's been generating, collaborating, and executing creative ideas. His latest work is the graphic novel Cottons, illustrated by Heidi Arnold. He also worked on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, along with Hellboy Animated and his own original series, Undertown. Hmm. The art is by Rick Lacey. He's a comic artist, animator, and game developer. He has a book called Total Party Kill on his Gumroad website. So I'll link that in the show notes as well. It looked pretty cool. Colors by Michelle Madsen, who we discussed before. She's done some other Hellboy stuff. Oh, I didn't know that her, her work with the Hellboy stuff went this far back. Yeah. That's cool. Letters by Blambot's Nate Pikos. Okay. I was like, what is... Alrighty. How come he's like Blambot? But then I checked out Blambot. It's really cool. It's like this resource that's all about lettering. It's like oh, a nice. deep dive just into lettering. And that's he great. wrote a book about it and all this kind of stuff. It's incredible. So I'll link that also. Um, he's, so he got a little plug in there. Yeah. On his, little, on his credit. Okay. Yeah, he's the creator of Blambot. He's a graphic designer, typographer, and you know award-winning what? letterer. Can't fault him for it. Good, good on you. Author of The Essential Guide to Comic Book Lettering. The cover here is by Jim Matsuda. I love this cover. It looks just like a frame from the cartoon. Yeah. He's a Japanese animator and concept and comic artist. He served as the chief character designer for the Jackie Chan Adventures and the Batman cartoon. Ooh. And he's the president and creative director of X-Ray Kids Studios. He was actually discovered by Rob Liefeld. Okay. And oh, he's nice. done some cable stuff and he did some like extreme stuff and oh, all that man. kind of so yeah, really cool. <laughs> I love that. No. The colors for this are by Aaron Lucen. He's been providing art and creative direction. A lot of these guys are like into video games. Well the cover and marketing the, content. You're still talking about the cover though, right? Uh yeah. yes, for the co- for the cover. Um he's worked on licensed IP from Star Wars to Final Fantasy and Marvel. 
And then we'll get to it, but there's also an awesome pinup by Mignola and Dave Stewart at the end. Just uh, the Batman. That's an underrated show right there. Oh, yeah. I liked that. That was really cool. The, you're talking about The Batman? Yeah. I never saw that. I didn't it, see that. I think it's on HBO Max now. Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong. We open in IUK, Mississippi in September 2006. IUK was founded in 1857, and it is the county seat of Tishomingo County. IUK is built on the site of the Chickasaw Indian Village, and it is thought to have been subordinate to the settlement at Underwood Village. IUK is named after Chief IUK, which is actually a contraction for a longer name. And so there we see Hellboy and Liz. We open up this scene. It looks like the cartoon. I thought this art was like, oh yeah, kind of uh, went along with that. And they're talking to this older couple. The man is in bed. The woman says that he had an amputation years ago, but he still has the pain in his leg. And so Liz is like, this is normal. This is like phantom limb syndrome. This is a feeling in sensations in a limb that has been removed. There may be feelings in the limb as if it were still attached to their body. This is because the brain continues to get messages from nerves that used to feel for that missing limb. So it is kind of like a real thing. Yeah. The problem is that his leg has grown back, and so Hellboy, like, pushes on it. That's it. That was kind of like a cartoony moment, and then they pull back the cover, and he's got, like, this dead, undead leg or whatever, you know? Uh, he's got a zombie leg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's all gangrenous and necrotic. <laughs> Cut, I mean, cut it off. That's, so, I wonder if it's, like, it's supposed to be his leg... But when they cut it off, and so it's just rotting, I guess, like it's dead from back then, or anyway, I, mean, I don't. That's I mean, that, that would make sense. I mean, they probably just thankfully it, it immediately like pops off. Of I its love own the little sound effects. Yeah, it made me think of like a or whatever. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That pop, it makes a little pop sound. I'll put a little sound effect of that. Sure. But, uh, like one of those action figures that just pop off the legs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so it pops off and it starts kicking Hellboy, <laughs> <laughs> and then like crashes through a window follow oh, that leg right as it hops off towards like this little chapel it's hopping pretty fast so hellboy and liz run after it what do you think what do you guys think about the art and the colors on this so far oh i'm i'm digging it it's not my thing but it's not bad for what it is so like i can recognize just because it's not my personal favorite style that it's not a, you know it's obviously the artist is technically proficient in, in his own style and he's he's it's consistent and it's you know it's um there's a lot of movement and it tells a story it's, he's good at storytelling and so it's i think that technically it's very good and i think that it's uh yeah he knows his stuff i just think um of what a fun way to have this undead leg yeah like it, it's it's pretty gross but yeah it looks cartoony and it looks kind right of, thankfully it looks kind of fun it reminds me yeah. of like, kind of like a beetlejuice yeah. cartoon absolutely or it's very beetlejuice as yeah it, as it kind of hops off here like it doesn't really have like a lot of definition like, yeah i don't know i just find it very charming yeah like, i i appreciate <laughs> i appreciate all the uh all the different angles and all the i mean they're they're utilized correctly and properly it's not just like angles for angles sake like you know you get a lot of it's very dynamic and it's very um you know their facial expressions are very expressive i yeah. guess and so it's yeah it's not necessarily like um would be my first choice of style when i'm reading something but he's good at what he does so i can recognize that just because it's not my thing that it's still like a good thing yeah inside the chapel we have this grisly scene so they find like uh, it's grisly. like the remains of like a field hospital right there's yeah. like the bone saws and the scalpels there's blood everywhere right which there shouldn't be liz says it's like civil war era this is a very yeah. this is a very cartoon like 
you know, these three shots, like when they're in the thing and these, they see, you see these three shots, like I can see, like you were saying, like Beetlejuice or whatever. I can very much hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like in a cartoon that's aimed at kids, it would be like, it would be like very, you know, like you would see these very like intense shots of like, they'd be gleaming, right? They would have like a little like gleaming thing going across them and it would be like very, or even like the shing sound effect. Exactly. So that's a very cartoony I love that. thing. So it's like Good it's creepy, there. but it's very yeah. it's fun. Like you were saying, it's kind of it's kind of uh, <laughs> you don't mind how gross it is because it's kind of fun. <laughs> but I did look up these kind of field hospitals. I found this on PBS.org as there was no organized ambulance system to remove the wounded or an organized medical treatment system to nah, treat the wounded. This is gross. Injured soldiers All lay as long as three days on the battlefield. Ugh. Local homes, churches, and other structures were quickly converted into field hospitals. Hospitals routinely took both Union and Confederate wounded. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of gangrenous, necrotic limbs happening. Just bad. <laughs> and, and what do they give them? They can't give them anything. Right. Yeah, they, they just gotta you know? chop that shit Ugh. off. And so the thing is, is that there's blood everywhere, and there shouldn't be after all these years, right? And he's touching it, and he's like, oh, this is fresh blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. Liz wonders if it's a poltergeist, but Hellboy's like, oh, this isn't poltergeist M.O. And I was like, is it? So I went and actually went and looked <laughs> at this. Um, so poltergeists are mostly, like, making noises and stuff. Well, they make stuff move yeah. and open up all your cabinets yeah. in, like, one second. Um, they're also capable of pinching, biting, and hitting, tripping people. They're also depicted as capable of moving objects for, like, levitating objects and furniture and stuff like that. But, yeah, I guess they don't really do blood stuff. Yeah, they open up all your drawers. So that's actually kind of a... I was was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm glad that kind of lined up a little bit. We also see, like, an arm... You know, first we saw the leg. Now here's like Climb, an arm climbing all around. It's all, the... all around. So yeah. at this point, you know, we're all probably thinking the same thing. Like, oh, is it amputated limbs of soldiers that are hanging out together? Or is that what's happening? Right. So here's where they kind of separate, right? Uh, Hellboy goes to go check on this, and Liz is like going in another direction. You should never do that, right? Why are you splitting yeah, up? No, <laughs> That's no. always a bad Why idea. Are you splitting up? So on Hellboy's end... He goes and he finds the amputated arm. And I like this because he's like, ah, I gotcha. now get to writing. And it's writing in yeah. blood. So he knows that he can get information out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's know, great. He's, I like, mean by doing he's that. like interrogating a severed arm. And Liz's face in this panel, I got to say, is great. Very expressive. It You definitely feel like she is horrified oh, yeah. at something. So on her end, she finds the ghosts of these Civil War doctors or whatever. Or 1862, what is that? That's not Civil War. No, that is the Civil War. That is? Okay, yeah. thank you, Aubrey. He says, I had to do it. 254 operations in one day. September 17th, 1864, those boys would have all died otherwise. We ran out of chloroform, but even the ones at the beginning, the ones that were anesthetized, they still screamed even if they could not feel anything. This is the the ghost of exposition. Yes. <laughs> we also see that the hand had, it wrote in blood on the window blood lives here you know thankfully this ghost is quite a talker otherwise we might not know what was going on here he's like maybe it's some kind of blood demon oh maybe it's a blood demon why didn't i think of that now it wants your pain your limbs your blood they tell liz and they kind of like levitate her up in the air Jeez. so down below hellboy is like uh, he can hear something and then he hears her screaming 
I like that panel where he's like, Liz, hang on. That's very, uh, I don't know, I just like that reaction. Yeah. It's very expressive here. And he runs up there. I thought this was horrible. <laughs> They're like cutting off her legs and stuff like that. Right? It, that is fucked up. I don't up. like it. I was like, what the shit? Well, it's a ghost. He's a ghost. I know, but like there's blood there. It's like sawn through her leg. Like even for a cartoon, that would be pretty, that's a lot. Mm, you know what right. I mean? I don't know. Like, wow. But it's just a go- ghost going through. It's just a g-g-g-g-ghost. The, the saw is a ghost, too. It's a ghost saw. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the bell tower and it bongs, which is a Hellboy staple at this point, right? Love it, so love that it. goes along with the comics a little bit. I like how they include that. And uh, Liz and Hellboy fall through the floor. And then there at the bottom, it seems like Liz has been affected by this because she's like, right. oh, they cut off all my arms and legs. Like, that's horrible. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. Ah. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, actually. Your parts. <laughs> Don't freak out. Yeah, Hellboy tries to reassure her, but she doesn't seem like she's in a good place. So the ghosts are like, we need to appease the demon. Yes. The blood demon, I assume. So why the ghosts have to appease the blood demon. They're like, we need more limbs and more pain and more blood. There's stacked up limbs on a shelf and hanging on the wall and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Gross. I didn't that. Wow, yes. And so he's like, oh, just block them all out. Clearly she's not doing that because everything is engulfed in flames and her eyes are yellow so we (laughs) think we all know what's about to happen here yep and here we go the doctor's like i was just trying to do my job i didn't even go to medical school i was Uh, just the smartest guy there and i was over my head and i didn't know what i was doing i was just the most educated fellow on the field so he like is the only one there with a degree or has completed part of a degree it's not a medical degree but they were like look man you I didn't even go to school, so, you know, you got to do something here. That's so well, he interesting. Is. Like, if you're like, oh, is there a doctor on this plane? And someone's like, I am a doctor. I have a doctorate in botany or something. It would be <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's not helpful. Like, uh, Go uh, cut uh, off this guy's leg. I've got a doctorate in, <laughs> in you know. In medieval classic literature. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that's not what we're talking about, though. Give him a Look button saw. Like, yes, you are. I can address you as doctor, but I'm looking for a medical doctor. So that's, you know, that's interesting. I don't know. That's, um, but yeah, he's like, I'm in, I'm in over my head. I don't know what to do. Liz is continuing to freak out. (laughs) And, uh, he says, maybe we all deserve to go to hell for what we did, but hell has come to us and has lived here ever since. Let it go, man. They focus (laughs) in on him. I do like this though. I feel like that's a very Mignola-esque kind of like wording and pacing absolutely Just it is focusing on the skull head or no whatever. they're doing a good job with this book it's good stuff like the ad for the video game <laughs> uh the yeah. hellboy the science of evil you know it's funny you mentioned that aubrey i i've bought it and, oh you uh, i, no. I want to play through it i would love to do some content no. on this video game I want to play it. I'm going to play it. Well, John can play the game, and then we can just heckle him as he plays it. I would love that. And then we'll record that for the podcast. I would love to do that, because I do that anyway. So just record it. you got to figure out how to do that. And there you go. (laughs) I heckle him while he's playing video games anyway, so just turn the mic on. Yeah. Maybe we can figure that out. So Hellboy goes over to this pile of limbs and blood and all this stuff. No, I don't like that. All right. Come and get it, he says. It looks like the blood is forming oh, into something. We hear gunfire. This guy. And we reveal this blood demon. What Man, do you think about this The design guy? for this character is excellent. This is great. Horrifying. I like, love it. I like the forearms in the middle of his chest. The almost little arms. Like, almost like a quad hose coming out of him. <laughs> but no face. I like his weird mouth and everything. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have a good fight here. 
We also get Hellboy animated right hand of doom boom number one. Hey. Yeah, animated boom one. So is one. this we don't count that in or, the or big is collection? It, or is it fifty one? Should we count it as the big collection? Well, it's, it's in a comic book. I mean, this is a this is a paper. It's made out of paper. Well, I guess we counted the ones on Weird Tales. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. So this then, is an yes. official one. 51 then. 51 booms. You said animated. This isn't animated. This is a comic book. What's We're not called? watching this well, on a TV the screen. Comic is, the comic is called Hellboy Animated. Yeah, but it's not though. If we had put a DVD in, in DVD player and turned it on and it DVD. came on the... T- and it, DVD. And it came on the... T- little home movies for you. DVD. McGurk. No, if we had put it on the TV and we're watching it on the TV, then no, it wouldn't count. I have in my hands, I'm holding a physical copy yes. of this. So yeah. You got it. Yeah. So as they're fighting, I notice he has like all the rows of teeth. I was trying to yeah, like, those are great. like look the- up like a megalodon. Yeah. They had yeah. that. And then also that sea turtle. What was that turtle? Sea the turtle. leatherback. Yeah, the, the leatherback. Sea- turtle, leatherback. Yeah. He looks like a leatherback mouse. I mean, his face kind of looks like a cross between a baby and a shark to me. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got wings, little wings in the back too. Yeah. Yep. yeah he's got these wingsies here. And he's like, uh, the doctor's like, sorry, we can't help you. The blood demon. It says he came to them and he refused to leave. So, like, they had to cut. All, yeah. He had to do all these operations in one day. There was all this blood. And I guess the demon was attracted to that. And like, then ah. it, like, it cursed them. Sure. Yeah. You know, or whatever. They weren't able to move on. Only sacrifice will appease the demon and free us from damnation. So, I love this moment. And I feel like huh. this is a, this is, I would love to see this actually animated. So, the blood demon points to the right hand of doom and the dot goes over with the bone saw to cut it off and Hellboy winces and then he's like, hey, that didn't even hurt. <laughs> like, it didn't affect him at yeah. all, you know? And I, I I think we've seen that. You know, That goes along with the comics too, like ghosts and he has a different relationship with the way yeah. he interacts with them than other people do, you know? So it makes sense that it would affect Liz, but to him, he's like, wait a minute i don't yeah. care about this actually <laughs> that was so good you guys good. suck actually that was really good i'm gonna punch this moment. ghost he punches his lower jaw off i like how he so uses awesome. his smaller hand yeah he's just like i don't even need this i don't even need the big one i just use the little one and so the ghost is like i thought the one who trapped us would be the one to free us but it was you and your friend so- i love the um i'm sorry i, I mean I, I i love the Effect, like the way he drew the ghost disappearing effect. Uh, that, that is very good. I actually have that in my notes to comment on the way that these dissipate. Yeah. We're going to see it in a couple panels. I love that. But it is a very like animated cartoon It really, there's effect. so much movement in it. Really it really translates. Really effective and really excellent. Really good. Yeah, so I like this idea too because as they're, I guess, destroying these ghost monsters, they're freeing them. So that's kind of cool. Hellboy goes over to the blood demon. I can't feel my right hand, but I sure as hell bet you can. Ah, he punches yeah. that thing again. And Good it stuff. like splatters into all this blood splotch or whatever. <laughs> that was really great. All the little ghosts are doing that thing. That is so cool. That's really excellent. I love that. And yeah. Like, all those limbs that pop out of him too. Yeah. No, oh, right. Because he had all the limbs, I guess, in that so weird gross. Like mouth a gross, disgusting blood and limbs pinata. <laughs> <laughs> That's the party you don't want to go no, to. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, like no matter what your art style preferences, you got to admit, like, that is an amazingly cool looking effect. Like, that is well rendered. Very nice. Yeah, good stuff. The Not the explodey blood limbs thing. I'm talking about the ghost <laughs> <I know, yes. laughs> dissipating thing. No. 
but I also like the blood. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. talking about the little the way that the it's very like psychedelic. It looks cool. There's a lot of movement there. It looks great. And Liz is like, my arms work now. I can move my arms. I have arms. And then she looks around. And there's just like blood and she's just looking all around. Limbs everywhere. She's, she's looking like... at the aftermath of what's happened, <laughs> and she just goes, "Thanks." Yeah. Man. Obviously, you've. <laughs> You had to work pretty hard to yeah. make this happen, so I appreciate that. Uh, let's get out of here. Yeah, no problem, Hellboy Aww, responds. Very nice. We cut over to the old man, and he's like, yeah, yay, now my leg itches normal. So and good. They're having, that's a very kind of like cartoony moment. Also. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, Hellboy and Liz observe the chapel. What do you do with a place like this? I know. She has those little fire orbs around her eyes. Yeah. They took that from kind of from the cartoon. It's good. I like that. And so she sets the whole thing ablaze. Burn it down. Burn it to the ground. Definitely. A, a yeah. little dramatic, Hellboy says, but if it makes you feel better. Yeah, it's just what the doctor ordered. Ah, <laughs> the doctor. We close on the little bone saw right there. And Good she's stuff. smoking her little cigarette there. <laughs> yeah, and Hellboy's like, jeesh. No, I like the way she thinks. <laughs> it's good shit. Burn that shit down. And then to top it all off, let's talk about this pinup here with oh, the phantom geez. limbs. Oh, man. This is really good. That is so cool yeah, to see stuff. the Mignola and Dave Stewart take on that. Awesome stuff. Yeah, so a little bit of a shorter episode this week. But yeah, that's all good. I think that um, if things have worked out correctly, you're going to have a bonus episode this week also. Nice. So you've got double book club power. And then we'll be back on our normal schedule what do you for want? next week. You want two episodes instead of one? You got it. You want three episodes? Too bad. We only have two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys so much, and thanks for being. You know, uh, sorry I had to take last week off. I really appreciate everybody being understanding you know what? You with know what? all that. If you don't feel well, take the day off. Yes. If you you're should. sick, take the day off. And if you are employed by someone who won't let you take the day off, man, they suck. Fuck them. And I'm sorry that you're in that situation. But you know what? It would be cooler if that was not the case. In any case. If someone feels some type of way about you taking the week off last week, get out of here, I say to them. <laughs> I say, get out of here. Well, anyway, I just want to thank you guys so much. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. Aubrey's going to say all the things. All right, everybody. A little something fun, a little something different. Hellboy Animated. I want to hear what you thought about it. And also, have you read it? Or can you read it? You can send us a hey, you damn guys at hellboybookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. You can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website and our Facebook About section and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Garterhan for the theme music. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Mark, for helping John with the reading order. Thank you, John, for everything. I mean, seriously, thank everybody thank John for everything. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um, and thank you, Danielle. Awesome. I didn't do nothing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Um, if you want to support the show, leave us a rating on iTunes. Yes. Give us that five-star ratings. You can find the podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Next week, we're reading some more Hellboy animated. This time, it's The Black Wedding and the Pyramid of Death. So, you know what to do. Pull out your old DVDs, uh, copies, or something. <laughs> I don't no, know no, how you no, get these, these things. Are... These are little... Uh, yes. You know what to do. Find these little books. These little trades. These, yeah. These little micro trades. They're really cool looking. And uh, join us next week on the Hellboy Book Club podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm a dissipating ghost. And I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying, follow that leg. Oh, <laughs>